welcome to episode 190 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. I'm Jingleheimer Janelle. And I'm Umberto Unity. (laughs) Do you get our ref? So we're back 190 episodes. That means we're only 10 away from 200. That's very exciting. Yeah. It's coming soon. 200. That's a lot of of 100. There was that one time we recorded like a 15 minute episode because I was trying to watch The Bachelor. Yeah. But the rest are about an hour. Well, when we first started doing it, they were closer to half an hour, 40 minutes. That's what we were aiming for. But it's about an hour now. I would say, though, on average, even counting the smaller ones, when you take into account some of the longer ones we've done, probably still averages around an hour overall. It's a lot of us talking on the internet. It is great. It's great to be here. It's great to have you wonderful listeners joining us. And uh, we are on the couch again. We're on the new couch. The new couch. It's the best part of my day when I get to come home and sit on the couch. It's so much more comfortable. Like, you didn't realize how much... I mean, you kind of... We were used to the old couch. But, like, it's so much more comfortable. It's like an instant fall asleep for me. It is kind of dangerous. It is, because Phil... I don't know if he's told you, but... He has a breathing mask. Like sleep apnea mask. Because he will stop breathing occasionally in his sleep. So he needs to be in bed connected to his breathing machine. Except the new couch lulls you to sleep instantly. Like multiple times this last week. You go to, you know, you always go to bed before I do. And I come out and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to like read on the couch for a minute. And then boom, three hours later, I'm like, oh. You know, or oh, I'm just going to watch a quick show. Boom. You wow. haven't had a fall asleep couch since the couch. No, I occasionally would fall asleep in my recliner. That does happen sometimes. But a couch. But the couch, and it's so, I mean, it's so much more dangerous. And there's like pillows and blankets already on it that are just all comfy and it's deadly. Deadly. It's great. I'm in the crevasse right now. The L... The 90 degree angle. Yeah, your feet are kind of over towards that corner there. It's great. It is like enough room that we can all four of us just sprawl. fully sprawl and there's plenty of room for us. It's a big couch. It's kind of nice. But along with that, well, I guess we should cover this in the news. It's time to get to the news. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And now the news. Please rate and review us. Wherever you listen to our podcast, you can email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com like some of our listeners did this week. And yes, I said plural. We got a lot of emails to go through. And you can also follow us on Instagram. Is it a follow on Instagram? Sure. Like. You can follow us on Instagram. Support us on Instagram. Message us on Instagram at Mandarin Orange Show. Align yourself with us. Bring yourself alongside us on Instagram. <laughs> you can uh, tweet at us at Mandarin Orange. You can follow us on TikTok. I think it's talk at us. Ticket us. TikTok. At Mandarin Orange Show, we're going to probably put some new TikToks up this week, Lego-inspired. And uh, we have a Facebook page and a group. And uh, I still have to join Podchaser. you got to do that. I'm on Podchaser. You can follow me on there, and you can follow our show, the Mandarin Orange Show, on there as well. And Janelle, hopefully we will get you to sign up on there soon. Yeah, yeah. Keith also is working on it this week. Um, my co-host of my other show, Alex Bikini, is my friend. And that's also on there. So if you follow me on there, you can also follow my other shows. All right. Other news. Uh, we have been doing, as you know, Popbox Presents, a series mm-hmm. of live streams on my Popbox Music mm-hmm. Facebook page. Uh, we did three this year already. The PH Project, Mike Adams, and then finally this last week, we did Aaron Sprinkle, which was super fun. Um, it went really well. 
It was so fun. It was it was our largest number of people watching live that we've had yet. Yes. And I think it's probably going to wind up being, because, you know, more and more views kind of trickle in. I think it's going to wind up being our highest or one of our highest views um, on that video. So pretty great. A lot of people in the comments, you know, supportive and stuff. And we've gotten a lot of follows out of it and all kinds of stuff. So it's cool. Yay! We um, also, Audrey and Luke got to come in and say hi to Aaron real quick on the show, which is cool because they both really like his music. Audrey in particular, it's like her favorite artist or one of her top and favorite And they didn't artists. get to go to the show we went to in Seattle. Yeah, because it wasn't because all Because it was um, only over 18 yeah. or 21 or something. So that was pretty cool. They got to meet him, and he even played a song off of Audrey's favorite album. So she was pretty stoked on that. You should check it out because he's amazing and he's just super talented. And if you go on our on the Potvox Music Facebook page, click videos, and then there's a thing that says playlists. I have a playlist where it's all just the Potvox presents. So, you know, you don't have to look at all the other videos we've got on there. There are a few others, not tons, but there's a few other things. So, that is pretty cool. And you guys should watch it there. And you can see me and Janelle on there. Yay! Then, um... Oh, and I guess one more thing I should do a shout-out to, because Aaron does a podcast um, with another one of the guys that we had as a guest on Popbox Presents. His name is Matthew Schwartz, and his band is Pacifico, and they do a podcast together called Moon Traveling. And so um, if you're interested in Aaron Sprinkle music and pot, and uh, and Pacifico music specifically, that's what they talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. But they also, um, I understand, give us a shout-out on their uh, most current episodes. So had to give a, re- a return shout-out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a shout back. Here you go. Yeah. So there you go. That's um that's the news news stuff. Now to carry on about talking about the couch, in the process of getting the couch, as we talked about, we had to get rid of a bunch of stuff and clear. So we have now made so much room in the garage that we have the old couch out there. I've mm-hmm. got a chair out there next to the couch. Mm-hmm. And I've got the treadmill set up and active so the kids are going out there and doing the treadmill outside. So you can sit. Or exercise. You can sit or exercise. Whatever you prefer. There's no table or anything like that yet, although there are lots of tubs around that you could put like a drink on top of. Yeah. It's definitely a work in progress still, but this is the first time we've had any practical, usable space in our garage pretty much ever since mm-hmm. we've lived here. It's always just had boxes. There's still a lot of boxes out there, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. Also, underneath a box when I was cleaning out stuff and I got rid of I think I got rid of like eight boxes this week alone in the process underneath a box in the back corner I found an entire shedded lizard skin ew so yeah at some you point you did not tell me I know this. I wanted to save it for tell you live there was a shedded lizard skin yeah so at some point a lizard went in there and shedded molted. its skin it molted yeah Oh, oh my gosh! I'm scared. Like of a lizard stuff. It wasn't in a box. It was like in the corner. It will jump out at me and scare me. This is old. It was it was decroted, as Napoleon Dynamite would say. <laughs> so this could have been ten years ago. You know. All right. Uh, it's a lizard. It's not gross. It's not super gross. It really. Like, when the creatures get into my space, I get uneasy. Well, that's why we need to clear it out, so there's nowhere for the creatures to hide. All right. Well, we also did some other stuff. What else did we do? Well, for Christmas, we gave your family members that live in the Big Bear house kings and queens for the day. Yes. So we went up to Big Bear and we celebrated our first queen for a day, your sister, Melissa. Yeah, that was our first one outside of our immediate household. Mm -hmm. So we went up and we spent the day in Big Bear and doing what Melissa wanted to do. The majority of which was playing board games. Yeah. I put it on my Instagram story. You might have seen. Yeah. And uh, she picked Domino's Pizza. And Jersey Mike's. That's right. For her food. 
And then I think she ended the day playing video games. With the kids, with yeah. With the kids, but... Yeah, well, and then she also really wanted... I guess Audrey was her main target, but she wanted us to watch the first ever episode of Hannah Montana, because she wants... She really wants Audrey to get into the stuff she was she into was when too, she was her age. Yeah. And I think Audrey's, like, into different types of things, which is okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was really her cup of tea. <laughs> really doubt it. It wasn't my cup of tea, but I appreciate that she has nostalgia for it. It was fun going up there and, and doing it. You know, I mean, it was very different in some ways, but most likes to do a lot of the same stuff we do. So we play a lot of good board games and, and stuff. It was very fun. And I think she really liked it. And I think she said she wanted it for a present, like, every yeah, time. Yeah, she said she wants it again. That's how everyone is. Once you get a queen Once or a king for a it, day, that's what you want. It was so sad at the end of my reign. And then... Yeah, how's your uh, how's your achievements list going? You've only gotten one so far. I have. I don't have a lot of time on my hands to achieve. You've been working on any of the things? I was reading a book, and then... I got busy. Yeah. Well, that's why I did the list. This might be years. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, so I see here you um, have some Jewel Quest news. Yes. Well, it took some digging around to find, like, contact information for the company that makes this game. But I finally did, like, this afternoon. It's not the best, but I found a Facebook page, so... I've sent a message, and we'll see what happens. But oh my there wasn't, like, on their website, like, they had... Because their website now, like, they do it, like, as a streaming service of all their games. I couldn't find anything on their current thing about, like, 3DS games. So this might be barking down the entirely wrong tree, but it's about as far as I'm willing to go in my efforts anyway. We might get a suggestion later. Yes, we might. So. We'll see. All right. But before we get to that, I think that's it for the news, and it's time to talk 28 and 28. 28! All right, well, as you guys know, 28 and 28 is our challenge to exercise for 28 minutes a day for all 28 days of February. We usually post about it on Facebook, although real talk, it's been so busy, we've posted about it, not on Facebook, on Instagram. We've posted about it several times on Instagram, but we've kind of slacked about the posting, and... But don't worry, we're getting our exercise in. Yeah, now there have been some days where we have to do a little more on another day, because it's been too busy, but I think that counts, as long as it's a cumulative amount of time. for sure. But um, it has been wildly busy, partly because we've got, like, different schedules, and there's driving around and all kinds of things. It's just been kind of a nutso's time, so. After such a, like, time where, like, we were so, I mean, we were busy, but it was, like, a different busy. Yeah. It was, like, an in-the-home busy. Yeah, and there's more and more things we have to do outside of the home. It just. It takes longer. Like, I forgot how long it takes to do everything. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just, it's time-consuming. So, we have still, we have been posting on Instagram. We will post more. But, you know, don't fear if we don't post every single day. I don't I don't think in the past we posted every single day. It's more just a challenge to keep doing this stuff. Maybe we did, I don't know. But part of it, too, is that you have the title thing. So, like, when I exercise without you, I can't post it. So, i got to get the title thing from you somehow. Because you made the title. Well, what you got to do... Clean off your phone. I do need to do save that. Save it to your photos. That's true. And then you can do it. Yeah, my phone's been... It's been acting weird, and it's not because of the type of phone it is. It's because it's so full, like, it can't function. It, it like, I called Phil today from work, and he's, like, not answering, so I text him. I'm like, hello, it's our time to talk. And you called me back right away, and it didn't ever ring. I was literally holding my phone, because I knew you were going to be calling me soon, so I was holding it in my hands, so I didn't miss it. And it didn't ring, it didn't vibrate. It did, after the fact, after I talked to you, it showed that there was a missed call, but it, there was no, there was nothing. I was no. in a quiet room holding my phone. So, I don't know. Another day. Well, I do know, it's because it's too full. 
the other day I called you, and then I had to call the phone that Audrey and Luke FaceTime on. Yeah. Because you didn't answer. Well, same thing. So, I did finally dump all my pictures onto my computer, but now I just got to go and delete them off of my phone. And for whatever reason, after one of the updates, there's no, like, quick and easy way to do it. It doesn't work to, like, just delete them all now. So I have to go in and, like, select oh, them by bunch. That's a pain. But it, it used to work fine, and it's one of the new updates that they did that did that, so. Look how many photos and videos I Janelle have. has on her phone 22,970 photos and 6,152 <laughs> videos. Where are you going to even, like, store all that? I don't know. We're going to have to get a server farm in our garage. Like, because we want to keep our, like, terabyte drive just for our VHS tapes, right? Yeah, but you could get a different one. I don't know. It's a lot of photos. It's a lot. We do a lot of stuff. How long is that, though? Like, we're not only real-life hoarders. We're digital hoarders, too. It's true. But then when you have to keep buying more hard drives to store it all, then it becomes it bleeds <laughs> it over bleeds into real life over again. into physical hoarders. Still, if you had 20,000 like, physical pictures, we wouldn't even be able to fit in our house. So. <laughs> true. All right. Well, somehow we got from 28 and 28 to that. But... If you guys are doing 28 and 28, please write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Tell us what you've been up to. Um, and I will also say this. There's been a couple of days when I spent like an hour out in the garage lifting heavy boxes and moving furniture and stuff. And I'm counting it. If that I'm counts. like working hard, like physical labor type stuff, that counts. Yes. So it doesn't make for a fun Instagram thing. But let me tell you, I'm sore after doing that and sweaty too. So that's exercise, pretty much. It's You're sore and sweaty. That's they exercise. counted on Weight Watchers points. Yeah, well, it should. All right. Speaking of counting, I count two people who wrote into us. So let's get to listener mail. You got mail. We did get emails from two different people. We have um, one person that wrote one long one. And one person that wrote two short ones. So the question is, do you want to do one long one or two short ones first? Janelle, the question oh, is for you. for me. The listeners, I'm the podcast host. The listeners don't really have time to like write into us since Let's we're not doing do this live. Let's do the short one. Two short ones. Okay, so the two short ones came to us on our Gmail. That is mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And they both come from Maryland. Hmm. Who could this be? The first one, the subject of the email is my opinion. <laughs> this is in regards to last episode we talked about following the fridge rules, mm -hmm. that our refrigerator has, you know, some quirks, some personality idiosyncrasies that, uh, you know, if you adhere to the guidelines, the fridge is perfectly functional. And if you do not, then you get freezer burn and water dripped in your stuff. But as long as you know where to place things and, you know, again, follow those guidelines, it's all okay. So we asked our dear listeners to give their opinion because amongst all those other issues, the bottom shelf is breaking and will at some point give out pretty soon. So do we spend $120 to fix the shelf and keep the fridge going on? Which is, again, a fridge that we've had for close to uh 19 years now mm -hmm. or do we just get a new fridge and so this from maryland again the subject is my opinion the actual email itself the body you know of the text is going it says new fridge <laughs> that's it <laughs> and that's uh, extremely short it is like i said two short emails so i think based on this that maryland thinks we should get a new fridge. And One not. vote for me. All right. Should I reveal who Marilyn is? They probably know because she has been a special guest host on the show way back in the beginning. Yeah. Oh no, not on this not show. On that this was on show. Alex B. Keaton is my friend. What am I thinking? Well, anyway, listeners, longtime listeners might recognize her by another name, which is my mom. <laughs> hey, but emails from your parents count. If you can't get your parents to write into your show, then you really got to start asking yourself. <laughs> What am I doing here? <laughs> so then her follow-up one, this one is titled Unplayable Game. Mm. 
So she's referring again to the, uh, the jewel, jewel quest. quest that I mentioned earlier. Unplayable game. And then the body of this one reads, get the game in a different format, i.e. Xbox. I.e. is, of course, an abbreviation for a Latin term, which means, in other words. <laughs> oh, my gosh. E.G. is often confused with that. That means, for example... So, ooh, interesting. So, actually, she doesn't mean IE. No, she does, because a different format. And then she says, in other words, Xbox. So, she's saying Xbox is it. Now, if she said EG, she would say an example would be Xbox. But IE means she's specifically talking about Xbox, which is interesting. But I don't know if she meant IE or EG. Both could be appropriate in this situation. So, Mom, you want to do a follow-up there and let me know. I mean, you know, whatever. Write us in. The Vecchios are very cerebral. Okay, so in response to that, the issue is this. The other formats are on your phone. Oh, easy peasy. Clear off your phone. Don't have room for that. You do have room for that when you clean it off. And I don't play games on my phone. I just don't. Just do it to beat the game to yeah, say you beat it. I probably won't. I'm just saying, realistically, think of all the cool games that are on the phone that I've had, I've downloaded, and then never, like Dr. Mario, Super Mario Run, the Mario Kart game, the Animal Crossing game, the Fire Emblem game. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Like, I play them for a little bit, and I just don't use my phone as a gaming device. I just don't. And those are some great games, and I've enjoyed the brief amount of time I spent on them. So the reality is, I just, I'm not going to play on it. Well, I guess you don't care about beating this game, then. But also, this is the thing, that doesn't solve my issue. Even if I do beat it on that platform, I'll still know I never beat it on DS, which is a different game. It's a different thing. It's never going to be complete. (sighs) It just doesn't work that way. A little bit of picture into Phil's mind. That's like, you know, imagine you're eating a corn on the cob, right? And you eat all of it except for one line of corn kernels. That's great. And then you drop that corn on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it gets, you know, all dirty. You drop it and it bounces around under the couch and it gets hair and fuzz and dirt all over it. So you can't eat it. If you just, just rinse it off. No, it's beyond rinsing. <laughs> the hair is like flossed in between the individual kernels now. It is, is, it is beyond repair. So then you would say, oh, we'll just eat another corn cob and then finish it all. But you would still know that that broken, dirty one has an uneaten line of corn kernels that you never got to finish. But that's, like, not even how my brain works. I realize that. I would not care if I dropped a string of corn kernels on the ground. And as is evidenced by what's on the floor under you when you eat. (laughs) Today I got in the car and everybody told me I had a big hair wad on my back the whole day nobody told me you shed a lot janelle has the thickest head of hair that anyone has ever had (laughs) as evidenced by not only the amount of hair that you shed but also every time you've gone to get your hair cut they always remark on it right so funny like it's it's like every time too i go like even if i go back to the same person it's like oh my gosh i forgot how much hair you have it's so thick it takes five hours. Yeah. And that's not an it. exaggeration. It's the whole day's event. So, anyway. The whole point is, our brains do work differently. And, as much as I appreciate this suggestion, it but would not solve. But your mom's brain works similarly. Yeah, but I don't think... She knows it, too. Okay, imagine this, Mom. Here's your scenario. Maryland. Forget the corn on the cob. You're reading a book. And you get to the end of that book... And the last page is missing. It's been torn out. You got it at a used bookstore and someone tore out the last page. Now, you could get a different edition of the book, but you know that it was edited differently and it's not quite the same ending. So, you could go read the other version, but would that satisfy you? Plus... Really? You got some rare book with only one version of that edition? No, I'm saying that like it's been an updated version. So, yeah, that's it. And all of them, in fact, the printing of it, it's not just that someone tore it out. All of that version got the last page ripped out. (laughs) So ridiculous. Right? And so there's no way to ever finish that book. 
you could write to the publisher and ask them to send you that missing page, but it's probably never going to happen. So you could read the other edition, but it's got different text, a slightly different ending, and you'll never know what happened in the other one. And not to mention that you've already read the whole book. So do you really want to go and then reread it all just to read that last page? Why would you reread it all to reread the last because page? Because in the video game scenario, I can't just skip to the part that I can't finish. I'd have to play through the whole thing just again. do the left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down. It doesn't work on a game of this nature. Oh my gosh. You are, first of all, giving your mom nightmares. I mean, that's a little bit of the fun of it, isn't it? <laughs> and also, I don't think it, we're ever going to come to a, a conclusion for the anxiety well, just, that this is giving it's you. It's not. Until they write me back and say, yes, we will send you a patch to fix your version of it on your 3DS. Not going to happen, though. It's possible. There is a possibility. All right. Well. All right. So we need to get on to our next email because that was the two short ones. Thank you, <laughs> Marilyn, for writing in. Through. Now we've got a long one from our frequent writer inner Ben. Now, Ben wrote to us last week, actually. And after we recorded, I went like we had just finished it and I started editing it later that night. And when I went and opened it up my computer again he had written to us so there like, it was an hour after we recorded he wrote this to us so a lot of this is referring to the previous episode just fyi okay ben writes oh and by the way ben sent us a message on our mandarian orange show facebook page which is another great way to write to us so other listeners please take note there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us ben writes hey there friends i'm mixing it up today with a message to your facebook page oh i guess i could have just let ben explain that you just never know when and where you'll find my next item of mail to TMOS, the Mandarin Orange Show. I like to keep you guys on your toes. Enjoyed your last podcast, which is now two podcasts ago, <laughs> and want to touch on a few items from it. First, bassoon, the musical instrument that I played in high school and college. Janelle wins the prize for the correct pronunciation of this word, which is pronounced bassoon, not bassoon. Yes, I have two wins. Two I still wins. think... This is a regional thing. Oh, my gosh. I think in the Big Bear High School band, they said bassoon, not bassoon. I think bassoon sounds ridiculous. I think bassoon. 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 It's bassoon. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, Ben says it, and he played it, so I guess I have to defer to him. But I think it might be regional... And if there's anyone out there that's like an ethnomusicologist or <laughs> someone that studies, you know, regional musical styles and, and words and pronunciation, please reach out to us because I'd like to have just a, a second differing opinion. I'm just that agrees go with, with Ben. Me. But I'd like frequent to, writer in her. I'd like to have a second differing opinion that agrees with me. So if someone could send that in, please, I would appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. He said, uh, don't worry, Phil. I give you a lot of grace for musical-related trivia like this, seeing as how you're so well-seasoned in the music world. Oh, but Janelle, nice of him. well done. Yes. Speaking of pronunciations, in all your travels, have you noticed how people outside the Western U.S. pronounce states and cities in California, Nevada, and Oregon? I've heard many Southerners and Midwesterners mispronounce Nevada as Nevada. I've definitely heard that. Mm -hmm. And Oregon as Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's enough to make a native Californian like me go a bit mad. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of location names, Ben actually sent me a text this week, too, about our last episode. We were talking about going to the Great Basin National Park. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned that at one point I called it the Big Basin National Park. And he is correct. The, the National Park is Great Basin. The explanation that I have for that is that in California, we have a Big Basin State Park. Which, uh, that one we actually have gone to. I've camped at. I don't know if you've been there. But I went. Doesn't sound with my familiar. I've been with my family as a kid. My mom went there, like, multiple times when she was a kid. It was a frequent, like, repeat vacation for them. She has, like, a song she sings that she learned there about, about Big Basin. And it's easy for me to confuse the two. So, that's my explanation. But I, you are correct. I probably said it wrong. And it's Great Basin is the national park, which is where we're going. And mm. that's in Nevada. Big Basin is in California. Okay, just had to clarify that a little bit there. That's our corrections, you know, like in the magazine they always do that. Next, the college class and part of my last top five Bible courses are in the Bible. 20 plus years later, and it's getting more and more difficult to remember who all was in my college classes. 
I agree. It's hard to remember. I'm sure you can relate. I remember Sonny's black and white photo montage. I was part of it. Very cool project. That's one that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I definitely recall editing that Should Art Be Censored video with Jeff Edwards on late nights in the film studio just before it was due. By the way, the Guns N' Roses song we had in that one was Sweet Child of Mine. You should know that the second rock and roll, very much non-Christian song was a Tool song clip that Jeff and I put into the Resident Advisor recruitment video we made, which Phil co-starred in. (laughs) You remember this? Yes. That was great. Uh, Phil co-starred in as a cross-dressing guy rad date. Yeah, that was me in mm-hmm. a dress. Definitely one of Phil's prouder college moments. I would take any role, by the way. As oh, would, you're up for anything. As would most actors in, in the Los Angeles area. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I wasn't that much of an actor, but I was in quite a few student films, and I would just take whatever role there was. So, you know. Back to my point here. The VHS copy of the video has been lost for some time, I'm sorry to say, though I have yet to give up hope that it will surface one day. I'm still quite proud of it. It's a nice time capsule of life in L.A. back in the late 90s. Speaking of Biola VHS media, what's the status on the deadline behind the scenes stuff? You said you are going to do this. We haven't done it. No. We're going to do it. We'll do it, Ben. Keep reminding us, but we'll try to do it this week. We'll see. You have it somewhere. I, we know where it is. No, I even have it, like... You have it on a DVD. On DVD. Can I just... Can you burn it? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. We might need to... Well, in order to upload it, that's going to be the easiest. We need to rip it. We'll take care of it. Okay. It's just a matter... It's not as simple as just doing that. I have, like, a thing I got to do, but we'll figure it out. So if we forget and we haven't sent it to you yet, remind us again, but we are working on it. We do know where it is. We've located the stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, now he said, oh, he said, we'd love to see that, and I bet I'm not alone. I'm sure Aaron in Oregon would as well. I think Aaron's... In Oregon? In Oregon, yeah. I'm sure, I think Aaron's probably at least appears in it a little bit, although he wasn't in the class. He was in the class, but he came and hung out I'm pretty sure he was on the set, yeah. (laughs) In all of your recent decluttering around your house, you must be getting closer to finding that treasure, right? Oh, yeah, we found it. We know where it is. Yeah, we know where it is. It's just a matter of time now if we just got to actually rip it and upload it. Mm Mm-hmm. We can do that. Lastly, your recent movie quote game segments. I guess this last one on the first quote, I have missed one from the French chef scene in The Little Mermaid. I must give partial credit for my success to my sister, who must have played the cassette soundtrack (laughs) to that film every day for a year after the movie came out. My sister had the cassette soundtrack as well. Same, I had my little brother, and we also had the movie on VHS at one point, which was watched over and over again. This leads me to a suggested future top five category for you. Top five animated Disney movies that have aged well and have not aged well. Janelle is currently adding this to our list. She's got like a document where we have like a list of different mm-hmm. ones. So Janelle, you're going to add that on there for a future. We're not going to do that one on this episode tonight. It's kind of heavy loaded with a lot of uh, other stuff, including um, emails. But we will do that. It's on our list there. So animated Disney movies that age well and animated disney movies that didn't age well didn't age we could do that as a two-parter you know yeah then he said as charming and musically fun as the little mermaid is it doesn't send a good message about values with ariel risking her life and giving up everything to be with a boy i'm glad that disney has come a long way since then with more stories centered on powerful female characters all for now keep up the good vibes ben okay i have to comment on this First of all, I agree. Like, I, I think it's great that there are many more diverse and empowered female characters mm-hmm. in Disney and just in Hollywood in general. I think there's definitely been, you know, some leaps forward in that area. I do think, however, that there's a little bit of a misconception about what The Little Mermaid is about. Not just from Ben. I've heard this a lot of times. And this is my take on The Little Mermaid. Check me and see if you agree. I think The Little Mermaid is more about the story, even though she's the title, the story of The Little Mermaid is the story about her relationship with her dad. Mm-hmm. And it's the dad is the one that has the biggest change throughout the movie. The Little Mermaid, she starts out headstrong and independent on her own. And she, yes, she is kind of risking her life to go pursue a man. But the bigger thing she's doing is she's rebelling against her dad who said she can't. 
because she wanted to go be with him. That was her independent choice. Mm -hmm. And her father said no. And so her rebellion and her risking her life is not to pursue him, but rather it's pushing away from what she's being told she can't do because her dad's trying to control her. And so, yes, you know, the if it was just that, but it's not just that. It's because her father didn't have a healthy relationship with her. He was concerned. He wanted to protect her. He was scared for her, whatever. But the end result of that is that she not only rebelled, but pushed him out. And if he had not come around and, you know, I mean, fortunately, he had an opportunity to yeah. reconcile with her. But it could have gone very badly. And it's all because he didn't trust her and empower her to be an individual person and make her own choices. And it's a tough thing as a parent that, you know, you have visions and ideas about what you want your kids to do or how you want them to behave and all this kind of stuff, goals that you would love for them to meet. And sometimes they're going to do different things. All, a lot of times they're going to do different things. They're going to be their own people if you let them be. And that's great. And it's hard. It's hard to let go. It's hard to, um, you know, to realize that, that, you know, you don't have to be the one to make those decisions. And it's like my, one of my favorite lines in that movie is when he looks at, he sees her with Eric and, you know, she's like pining after him because she's back to being a mermaid. And he goes, she really does love him, doesn't she, Sebastian? Right? Mm -hmm. He finally realizes like, oh my gosh, like I was controlling her, but this is what she really wants. And I've been keeping her from what's really what she wants. And that's the big change there. Ariel is the same character all throughout. I mean, she grows because she, you know, stands up a little bit more for herself and rebels. She doesn't just go along with what she's being told. But the big change in character is King Triton. Interesting. Yeah, and to a lesser degree, Sebastian as well, who is also very uptight and controlling. But also yeah. he's doing that to kind of mimic and... and support the king because he's a king's servant but he also kind of has a little bit of compassion and realizes that you know maybe the way that Ariel's being treated isn't fair so I don't disagree with you about the strong women empowerment etc cetera, etc cetera. I just think that it's a little bit it's more of, about that it's more about the father's relationship I remember when it came out there was like I don't know like a pastor we heard at church compared it to the prodigal son and then, like, everybody in the church went and saw it. Because <laughs> it was like a prodigal, a modern-day prodigal son. Yeah. And really. then? That's it. Oh. It is. It is like a prodigal son. Yeah, but son. I thought then, like, at some point, a different pastor said, like, it was evil or well, something. Well, I think that's how it started. Somebody said it was evil. Because there's, like, magic. Because there's magic and mermaids. I don't know. Ursula, she's a witch. Mm, octopus Witchcraft. Witch. And then somebody came out and said, no, you should like it because it's like the prodigal son. And then that's where it ended for us. Yeah. And I think Jody Benson, the voice of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. You know, said she was a Christian. And then it was like, so yeah. So then it turned their minds again. Mm -hmm. Once again... It's great to just use your own, yeah. you know, mental faculties and make those time to make those kind of decisions. Anyway, that's another point too. Ariel's the one that rescues Eric in that. Eric mm -hmm. is drowning, and Ariel rescues him. Eventually, like at the very end, she's like fighting against Ursula, and Eric does come and help rescue her back. But she very much like stood up to her on her own and was the one that er rescued Eric. So I feel like it's more balanced than it gets credit for. Mm -hmm. it's, I'm not saying that it's perfect. I'm saying it's perfect. <laughs> All right. What are we uh, moving on to there? Okay. We've got a couple other things that we need to cover. This is important. First of all, we do need to talk some Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. Because, guys, we're only like four episodes away from the Bachelor episode on Wipeout. We have been watching a lot of Wipeout because Janelle really <laughs> wants to get to those ones where they have the Bachelor There's contestants. There's the Bachelor's contestants on Wipeout. Now, it was before I started watching The Bachelor. This is like this 2012 or something. I started watching in 2012, so there could be a little overlap. But I'm so excited. It's a Who's really fun be show. On it, I don't know, and I won't know after it's on either. 
We love Wipeout. And you know we've watched all the different versions. Yeah, well, all so, the ones that are easily available. available. Yeah. So it's so great. And in English, I suppose. What else have we been watching? Well, I mean, a few things here and there. You know, we always keep up on AFV ever since we were on the show. We ha- I mean, we've always watched it, but we have to watch them all because every they once in a while us. they show past videos and they could show ours. So we got to make sure we're current. What if they show a little glimpse of us and a little montage or something? And we're totally in a clip that would be like, okay, is the pandemic's coming to a close let's look back what it was like on in the pandemic because we said in the video looking for stuff to do during quarantine yep so So we could be you never know could be on there again so we've also been watching a lot of let's make a deal i think we've already told you guys about this janelle is not sure but janelle had an opportunity to go to a tv taping of let's make of let's make a deal um, a couple of months ago, and the episode that she got to go see will be—we don't know the exact date, but it's coming up in we'll the next couple posted. of months. So when that airs, um, we'll let you guys know. So um, we watch. Let's make it. We've deal. been watching that because also, like, you never know. Like, we don't know the exact dates. So we're like, what if it like is the one that you got to go to? And then anyway, so keep an eye out on that, and then. Um, we got Haters Back Off, we've been watching, which is the Miranda Sings I show. We only have one more episode. Two more, two more episodes oh, two more. as of this recording. It's really fun and good. You like it? I can't believe how much I love it. I was like, the first time, this show's weird and I don't want to finish it. I, I know. I've been trying to tell her ever since it came out to watch it. I think you got through half an episode at the beginning and you're like, no, I don't want to do this. It's like Tim and Eric. It's so gross. I know, but it's such a good show. And it's now like I so love Miranda. Good. I told you. I told you. I'm so glad. And it makes me like laugh hysterically and make me cry. I love shows that do that. I know. I knew it. I knew as I was watching it, Janelle's going to want to see this. How do I convince her? And then finally, I just, just made you do it. And now I follow her on TikTok. And it's not hard to make you because you don't like to get up once you're like settled down on a couch or in bed. So once I have control of the remote, you're kind of like, you know, at my mercy. I'm stuck. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to show you an episode of the show. You have to watch it. And you're like, oh, but it's not, you don't fight against it enough to like get up and actually do something about it. So. No. So, yes, I love Haters Back Off. Highly recommend. And finally, in Couch Potato Corner. We watched the finale of the first season of Boba Fett, which just came which out this week. Which we didn't even realize it was the finale. I thought there were two more episodes. And we, we definitely knew it was the finale by the end. Oh my gosh. Now, I don't want to say any spoilers. Um, all I will say is that it was fantastic. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And it makes me excited for what's next in what's the Star next? Wars Disney Plus universe. Aww. If you guys haven't watched it, oh my gosh. So good. One last thing. We're going to talk fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it. I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. You read any fiction books lately? Well, let's see. I have read... No. I've only read nonfiction. Well, you've been reading some of the Mysterious Benedict Society, right? I have, but it's... It's been on hold since last week, All so right. I can't really speak to that. And everything I've been reading at school, the Alberta Source Mystery. Don't say it. Don't say it. Nonfiction. No, you're not allowed to say it. And then last week, a tree is growing. No. Nonfiction. No, you can't say it. This is fiction I'm books. just trying to think if I've read any. You have, though. You have read some sideways stories from Wayside School to I our kids. I did finish that with the kids. They've read it before, but I haven't read it to them. Didn't you start the second book, too? We haven't started it. Okay. It's out, though. It's fun. I like that you read books with the kids, and then I have the books that I'm reading with them, so there's always that. Plus, of course, they read like a ton on their own, but it's just fun to read stuff together, too. Well, it's funny because... I read the first Harry Potter to them because I'd never read it. Then I read the second Harry Potter on my own because they're a little wordy. Like yeah. I was like exhausted. That's a long one to read out loud. And then like and it only gets longer for, from like, there. 
you guys would probably really like Harry Potter. Like, Audrey loves, like, fantasy. Yeah, it's, she's, wizards. like, a good age for it now. <laughs> I think they were a little young when you first... Like, the first book, it, they kind of grow in maturity as it goes through the right. series, and I feel like she wasn't she's, ready for it she's beyond at, that. But she's at the... She definitely is now. At the age now. Yeah, that, that would be a good one. I can't remember. Did I talk about Lucky Strike already? That was a book I read, just a quick one. I feel like you did talk about Maybe that. I did, about the kid who was, like, really unlucky, and then he gets struck by lightning and becomes very lucky. Okay, I need to, like, update this. But this one I know I didn't talk about because I yeah. just um, finished Ready Player Two, which is the sequel to Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. And I realize this is, I don't know, did it come out last year? I mean, I'm a little behind on it. Everything in the last two years is a blur. It's, I think if it came out anytime in late 2019 to now, it's all the same it and counts. it counts. So it's a new book as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, I really, I loved Ready Player One. I probably have read it three or four times. And if you're not familiar with it, it's a very pop culture heavy thing and it's very much from the 80s and the 90s and a little bit of the late 70s basically he grew up when i grew up and writes about all the things that i love everything from back to the future to family ties to other non-michael j fox things from the 1980s mm-hmm. and the 90s um, just everything music movies tv video games it's all in there and so this is a sequel to it and i enjoyed it a lot it's 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 one of those things where it's hard to write a sequel to something that's like a perfect thing already, you know? I think he did a really good job at it, and I'll, this is my comparison. If you've ever read the book Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory, it's, it's a perfect book. It's fantastic. It's a little different from both of the two different, you know, movie adaptations, which I think both have their merits, and I love mm-hmm. them both in their own ways. But the book itself is perfect, and it's much better, right? All right. The sequel, The Great Glass Elevator, which has never been attempted, you know, as far as an adaptation goes, is a great book. It's a fun sequel. It's great to see those characters in other different settings. And, like, it's kind of bizarre. And it's definitely a little bit different tone than the first one. But it it works and it's great. That's how I feel about this one. Mm. It's really good. And I enjoyed it a lot. And it's not quite as good as the first one. And it's different. But there's enough of the stuff in there that... You know, I'm cool with it. I, I enjoyed it. It was definitely worth reading. I don't know how many times I'll reread it, whereas the first one I kind of want to just reread it again right now because it yeah. got me, like, wet my appetite, you know. That's how I felt about um, Babysitter's Club, book number 52, <laughs> Katie Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one we all know. I was like, been here, done that. It's, again, I, I like that he took it a different direction, and I, there's no, I can't. I can't even conceive of a way to do anything different than what he did. I think it was great. It's just that first one is perfect. You can't. It, it's very hard to make the second yeah. better. And I'm happy that he went back to it. And it's part of it, too, is that like you can tell he wrote the first one as a open and shut thing. I don't think he ever intended to have the second one be a sequel. You know what I mean? I don't think he ever mm-hmm. intended to write a sequel to it. Obviously, it did very well, so he wanted to. And I think he did as good a job as you could possibly do. But the first one's the best. Yeah. So there you go. And I would definitely read more from him based on it. It's not like it doesn't sour my opinion on him in any way, shape, or form. That's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. You know what else I'm sticking to? The end of the show is here. Sticking to that. It's time to wrap it up because um, it's over. That's the thing. It's over here. What would you like to sing to our listeners to remind them of at the end of this episode? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know, like maybe where they could write to us, remind them. Um, Show at gmail.com Very good. Mm, it's really good. <laughs> Very good. Miranda. Watch um, it. If you guys would like to write to us, we would love to hear from you. Also, let us know what you're doing on your 28 and 28. And Any it, spring break plans? Yeah. Got any travels coming up? We always love to hear about that. I understand that you may have given some 
travel advice recently. I may have given some travel advice to a listener who will be writing in. I'm just going to say it was very exciting because this listener asked for travel advice on Facebook and I gave some and it was taken. Yeah, that's pretty good because other people offered it and yes, but yours was taken. That's good. Just gives me a lot of good feelings in my heart. Well, hopefully we'll hear from this this uh, <laughs> listener and we can report to you on that. Yes. It'll probably be after spring break, I'm assuming. I'm assuming as well. All right. Well, I'm assuming that you know how much we appreciate you guys listening. But in case you don't, thank you once again. Thank you, Janelle, for recording on the comfy new couch and for staying awake, even though it's so comfy. It's pretty good. Like, it's just, it's, I would really, like, sink into the old couch. This one keeps me peppy. Yeah, but it sinks in just enough, though. It does. I feel like it's just, it's really good. And even, we've broken it in a bit. Like, the first day, it felt like a little extra firm. Not in a bad way, but it was... And it's not, like, totally, but it just it's feeling comfortable. I think, like, 75% of this episode is about the new couch. And I think the last episode is significantly about it, too. But <laughs> you know what? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's, it's our... You know, like, if someone got a new studio and where they record their podcast, they'd go on about it because it's so weird. They're, we're in a new space. <laughs> it is. It's this a new This isn't studio. where we record normally. I mean, it's the same place, but it's, it's an alien it's situation. Exciting. I love it. Ah, new couch. New couch. And that's going to do it. So for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Chanel. And we talk so you don't have to on a new couch.